0: With The Idler's Dream, it was just, now let me just think of that song. It was just his, it was any ballad with Noel by himself because I always knew, even as a young teenager, that that was how he expressed his hurt. Now, I don't know how I knew that, but I just felt that because he, he had that front, and he was very, like, calm, cool, and collected. But then when he opened his mouth and sang, it was like a... It was just so soothing, so healing, so... So... Only Noel's voice is like that, you know? And he he had this way of, you know... Everyone always talked about Liam and the Liam songs and this and that. But his ballads are so underrated. His... He is so underrated, you know. And I—that's why I, my heart goes out to him for all these people who like unfairly judge him without knowing. Like he is just—he's—he's he's quite a sensitive person as well. And he's—he's he's, his his music is quite calming. And even though maybe he's not as hands-on as like Liam or as expressive, he's still there's so much emotion. There is so much. I, I can only imagine that it is emotion or that that's why it comes out so beautifully, but there's just something about it that would just regulate my baseline and take my anxiety away. I never did say and I wish I could, I never could pray because it's just not-
1: things about the Noel gigs was actually just the level of adrenaline from the crowd mm-hmm. which just wasn't replicated anywhere else it was just pure total kind of terrifying adulation mm-hmm. the way people were staring at him the way people were making noise to him it wasn't just a yelling it was a kind of it was I mean it was like a deification mm-hmm. in some gigs it was like a hero worship oh, yeah. <laughs> Is what Noel's doing, and then we're kind of over the top with this new texture that wasn't there before. And that's the one that really sticks with me. That's Mm -hmm. the one that kind of came with a swell of energy.
2: I just
1: felt it just there. Mm. And and for me, it gets me right here, right here in my sternum. Is that where the solar plexus is? Is that yeah? So it's so it's that kind of it's all it's all there for me, and occasionally in my guts. But but. And you're describing
2: it in quite. Religious terms Mm. he said he was like it was like a deification Um, There was something of that anyway the fact that you were a choir. I remember feeling like It felt like it would there was something religious going on
1: right here is where I kind of feel it Mm. And it's and it's it's like I don't have any breath except in the rest of my body I have all of the breath and I can and I can sing and express in any way that I feel it's really liberating, it's really kind of freeing.
2: You're describing in the sternum, mm. the solar plexus, which has got so much symbolism in, in itself, Like, mm. and then when you were talking and I was feeling it and I said I just felt that, it, it was like a tingle, mm. it, it was as if like this r- tingle that went right down my legs, and when people talk about like a shiver on their spine, mm. or, um, these are very physical embodied responses to music and then every everyone that names them is describing the same sort of emotional experience but in a physical embodied way mm.
1: like one of the most impacted i was by a song was hearing don't go away for the first time you know and, and when he you know and that chorus when he says you know and i want to be there when you hit the ground and then um, Don't
2: go away,
1: boom, and it comes in. It just like, and, you know, and my heart skips a beat. And, and the best music in the world. I mean, as I say, that it will make that will happen to me. You know, it will have a physical effect of like, you know, I'll do an intake of breath of like, wow, that there's something so special about that. Um, and it almost makes you laugh, or it makes you cry, or there's there's that moment when you just think what this combination of you know mu- of, of words of instruments of voice you know it's magic it, it, it's, it's truly magic yeah. the feeling that i feel right here in my sternum is a feeling that i know very well and is like when i'm at festivals and just something kind of magical has happened in a funny corner of the field somewhere mm-hmm. and everyone's just totally tuned into this moment I feel like I end up kind of connecting on a different plane, I'm just kind of somewhere else for a little bit. And yeah, it manifests in all of these different ways, but it's, something is happening somewhere else, which sometimes then you bring back to, uh, I guess what we would consider as reality Mm -hmm. and and talk about it some more, and other times it's just kind of left in that plane.
0: This pub was like filled with homeless people. We didn't know this. And we put the jukebox in and we put on Stop Crying Your Heart on on repeat and maybe we put like you know, you can choose three songs and maybe the other songs were like just something else anyways by the time Stop Crying Your Heart came on me and my sister had made up and we were just singing all of a sudden the whole freaking bar and you have to remember that everyone speaks Danish they didn't know the song like I don't think they understood the song or or knew Oasis maybe some of them did but when I look back at the program you know Oasis was not the most popular thing in Denmark but I remember the bartender like smiling at us he raised the shots everybody was like celebrating and there's this moment of unity that everybody had Mm -hmm. in this bar you had homeless people crying while they were singing stop crying your heart out people were giving free drinks and after that My sister and I walked home and and I remember these people followed us and made sure we got to the hospital okay and like, it was just, (laughs) it was this like, huge family moment and I was like, did that just like literally happen from us putting that song on?
2: It's It's one of those magical things that is inexplicable, isn't it? And there are so, so many instances like that that I keep hearing about that makes it, that there's something in this. But it's like,
1: I suppose the nearest thing I can think of is like being in therapy. The thing I like about therapy the most is that it's, uh, a lot of it is so fleeting. Mm-hmm. And just, it just uh, sometimes can just give little snapshots of what's going on for someone mentally and then it's gone again. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's really exciting. It's like it's like trying to chase a feather that's kind of forever yeah. getting away from you. Yeah. And like when we're on stage and and it really works and the crowd are really connecting, it's like the curtain's drawn back just for, just for that moment, just for the length of a song. And then maybe the curtain has to come back down again, you know. But or or, or in therapy, you kind of you kind of get to somewhere and you really think about something and something becomes very very clear. But uh, that's a difficult thing to think about, and then the curtain comes back down again, you know.
3: Getting into the brain, if you. If you imagine your favorite song and imagine that favorite moment, it could be the hook, the chorus, or just that that line that you really love. What's happening in the buildup to that is that your brain is doing so much. So the music, the sound comes through your ears, obviously, and it goes into your auditory cortex. And it's trying to combine all this like pitch, rhythm, just all these different things together and it's using working memory, the front part of the brain, the frontal cortex, to really remember what was just heard and mm-hmm. to make sure everything lines up in the past. And then certain parts of the brain, like um, the dorsal stratum, I don't normally use that terms. So I go deeper in my brain, so that's like a general term. Uh, but we've got activation of like the anticipation it's getting really exciting as you get to that part of the song that you really love and you get like a dopamine surge. And as soon as you get to that favorite line, it then shifts into the ventral striatum. And so all of that really, just to say that like the music, it just creates this surge of dopamine and a lot of other molecules all over the brain. And it's just this, it's a wonderful way to, um, uh, it's just to shake your brain up. and yeah, it's it's really why people love it so much.
0: We ended up doing this experiment where there's a bit of methanol, and you you put you put the methanol in like one of those like four liter water jugs and you put it into the fume hood, you light it and it makes a big flame. For whatever reason, when I lit it that time, the fire came at me. I was holding a bit of fuel, and I basically, I went up into flames. As you can imagine, and and the kid that was lighting it also went into flames. Um, as you can imagine, um, you know, having a kids thirty five kids that are sixteen years old that you're responsible for, and that happening is indescribable. Yeah. And, you know, all I remember is. Drop, roll, roll, you know, and the ambulance coming to get me. And I woke up at 12 o'clock at midnight and I looked down at my legs and I nearly passed out. It looked like a shark attack. I honestly felt suicidal after that. Like, you know, I thought it was my fault. Like, it is my fault. I've injured another kid. You know, uh, you know, my, my body is fucked up. You know, there goes my beauty. There goes my youth. There goes my sexuality. There goes like me wearing nice clothes. My life was over. Antidepressants followed, hard drugs followed just on the road to nowhere. I had this persona of, of what Liam was like, obviously like the way he's portrayed in the media, you know, as this hard guy or whatever. And I I was really afraid of him actually. Um, (laughs) And, he just asked me you know he's just like you know where are you guys from and he maybe he said something about you know your dress like you know it's nice dress and i was like oh yeah i i love coming to europe because i feel like you guys are less judgmental and you guys don't say anything about my scars and and then i sort of went into that spiral where i was sort of like victim me I can't wear shorts and I, I started telling him all this stuff <laughs> and I remember this moment he just looked at me and he was just like oh he's like if I had those scars I would just wear shorts all day long and I wouldn't give a fuck oh
2: man. yeah
0: and as soon as he said that I was like wow here's you know here's me every day of my life since the accident saying I'm never going to be happy again, you know, the happiest days of my life are gone. But here I am in this moment. And I can't deny that, you know, I'm so happy to be sitting here talking with like two of my favorite, like people on earth. You know, it, it was wrong what I was telling myself, you know, you're never going to be happy again, you're never going to be able to wear shorts again. And I think there was just this, in the simplicity of what he said it just kind of was like yeah well if if Liam doesn't have an issue with it why the hell do I have an issue with it he didn't care there was like no judgment and it was just like all the yeah and see look it is it, it does bring up you know some some emotion but it was like Yeah, if one of my idols or if one of the people who I grew up listening to who obviously helped me self-soothe and regulate my emotions as a teenager doesn't give a fuck that I'm decrepit or whatever I've been telling myself in my mind,
2: why should I care? In fact, I should be celebrating. Was it like a light switch that went on or was it a kind of gradual reflecting on what he said that kind of seeped in?
0: It was it was a light switch.
2: So many people. I mean, people talk about bands and music influencing them and inspiring them, but the level of depth that it really goes to. There are so many stories like this. Yeah, I was
4: a, a young girl who had very low confidence and was worried all the time and anxious and stuff. And one thing that I always had in my head when I used to, I still do it now when I get really nervous for gigs. You know, if it's a big gig or you know, a bit apprehensive about the audience or you know, whatever, I always think, right, what would Liam Gallagher do? And that is my thing. If I'm, if I'm not sure about something in life, I mean, it's probably not that he's not made some great choices. Don't get me wrong. Is he's, he's, he's balls up a few times, hasn't he? But in my mind, I'm like, okay, what would Liam Gallagher do? I'm like, he'd go in there, he'd smash it, and then he'd just get on with his day. And and that sort of really has helped me in a in a bizarre way. But it's just, you know, it's just like channeling the confidence of Oasis. I, need to be I think because I was an Oasis fan, I totally I was more I was happier. And I think that's because basically their message was, let's have it. Let's go and just have a really good time the
0: thing that I just loved about him so much is he quit drugs, cold Turkey. That's a very, very um, powerful narrative that always came through is like, I was like, look at how strong this man is. You know, he has all the drugs around him. Obviously they're all going crazy during the first albums. And he describes himself as Being like this older, wiser person, looking back at the party that one last time, feeling so much anxiety and saying, you know what, fuck it. I'm walking away and I'm quitting cold turkey. And all these other rock stars were dying. They were in rehab. They were, you know, and here's my hero, Noel, just, of course, I'm just going to like quit like that. I knew that if he could do it, I could do it. I think he got me through that drug phase.
4: I feel that I 100% would not be a stand-up comedian if it wasn't for Oasis. And I don't know how to explain that, <laughs> but I think you just explained it. Um, yeah, there is no way that I would be doing what, what I was doing had it not been, for me, being an Oasis fan. And when I tried to vocalise this to people, they're like, what are you on about? I'm like, well, I, I know what I'm trying to say, but I just find it really hard to, to say it and like to, to um, explain it. Um, and I think for someone like me, who's a, a woman who, you know, was really into this really quite masculine thing, really, just to be able to take something away from it to, you know, to inspire you, I think is pretty amazing. The more, the more I do think about it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I don't think anything has influenced my life as much as Oasis. I mean, aside from having nice, supportive parents, If Oasis hadn't happened, I I think I'd probably, I don't know, I think I'd probably I used to work in a library, I'd probably still be doing that.
2: I thought, well, given that I'm a counsellor, I might as well do a slight twist on the top 20 by thinking about the top 20 songs that have lyrics um, that I think are really positive and have a positive impact on people's mental health um, so I would just read out the lyrics of each song and people, people can uh, figure out my top 20 based on the lyrics that I'm reading out so that you can get a real feel for the impact on your mental health as you're hearing the lyrics in real time so it might be a bit weird but never mind here we go you need to be yourself you can't be no one else Maybe I'll never be the things I'd like to be, but now is not the time to cry, now's the time to find out why. It's funny how your dreams change as you're growing old, you don't want to be a spaceman, you just want gold. All the dream stealers are lying in wait, but if you want to be a spaceman, it's still not too late. If you're needing something, I can give, I'll try to help you if I can. If you're honest and you say that you did, you know I would give you my hand, or a sad song in a lonely place. I'll try to put a word in for you. Need a shoulder? Well, if that's the case, you know there's nothing I wouldn't do. While we're living, the dreams we have as children fade away. We only get what we will settle for. Everybody's gone for a quick, sure-fire solution. But faith in any God is going to bury us all. No one's going to fight in a ten-bop revolution. Have faith in what you've got and it will carry us all. You can only be what you are. You've got the heart of a star. So just be all you can. Someday you'll understand why life never kissed you. Hold on. Don't be scared. You'll never change what's been and gone. All of the stars are fading away. Just try not to worry. You'll see them someday. Take what you need and be on your way and stop crying your heart out. Who's to say that they were right and you were wrong? Soldier on. Here's a thought for every man who tries to understand what's in his hands. He takes a walk along the open road of love and life, surviving if he can. Bound with all the weight of all the words he tried to say, Chained to all the places that he never wished to stay. Bound with all the weight of all the words he tried to say, As he faced the sun, he cast no shadow. But some might say, We will find a brighter day. Some might say, we'll find a brighter day, build something, build another place and call it home, even if it means nothing, you'll never ever feel that you're alone, you've got to roll with it, you've got to take your time, you've got to say what you're saying, don't let anybody get in your way, it's all too much for me to take, don't ever stand aside, don't ever be denied, you've got to be who you're being if you're coming with me, I thought I heard someone say. There's no time for running away now Hey now, hey now Feel no shame Cause time's no chain Wake up the dawn and ask her why A dreamer dreams she never dies Wipe that tear away now from your eye Get up off the floor and believe in life I ain't good looking but I'm someone's child I'm free to be whatever I please I'm free to be whatever I whatever I like, if it's wrong or right, it's alright, they're making me question my heart and my soul and I think that it's not quite right, there are many things that I would like to know, there are many places that I wish to go, but everything's depending on the way the wind may blow, because we need each other, we believe in one another, I know we're going to uncover what's sleeping in our soul, because we believe in what we need, in what we need, is the air we breathe, we believe. I'm not saying right is wrong, it's up to us to make the best of all the things that come our way, cause everything that's been has passed, the answers in the looking glass, there's more than 20 million doors on life's endless corridor. Say it loud and sing it proud today.